I mean that this morning. He can give us clarity. Right now, I don't, uh, I don't know what your week looked like or your day or even your morning for that matter. I'll just tell you, we were a hot mess this morning. I'm just, hey, I, y'all know it. Brother said, I saw your wife get out the car and I just gave her an encouraging word. It's her birthday today. Nobody ought to have to get out the car feeling all crazy on your birthday. Honey, I love you. I thank God for you. But how many of you know sometimes it goes crazy? I told James Allen during the fellowship time, pray for clarity. Clarity. I know what God has put upon my heart. I know where God wants us to be. But today we need clarity, folks. So what I ask for myself, I ask for you that we clear our minds, our thoughts, our hearts, and we just allow God to speak to us today. If you would stay in Genesis chapter number 29, we do uh, continue in this journey in Genesis. How long are we going to be in Genesis? I don't know. Some of y'all been in Sunday school in Genesis probably for the last six months. I don't know. But all I know is this. This is where God wants us to be. Maybe it's about time we just got back to Genesis. You know? Boy, what a truth that's there. Some of y'all didn't saw that title. Where in the world are we going? Steadfast, unmovable, intentional love. Where in the world are we going to find that in Genesis? Oh, let's look. Let's look. Genesis chapter number... 29, beginning in verse number 13. And it came to pass when Laban heard the tidings of Jacob, his sister's son, that he ran to meet him and embraced him and kissed him and brought him to his house. And he told Laban all these things. Laban said unto him, Surely thou art my bone and my flesh. And he abode with him the space of a month. And Laban said unto Jacob, because thou art my brother, shouldest thou therefore serve me for naught? Tell me, what shall thy wages be? Laban had two daughters. The name of the elder was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah was tender-eyed, but Rachel was beautiful and well-favored. Aren't you glad you ain't listed like Leah? Man, I mean, that's just... I mean, I'm just going to be honest with you. That's, that's just brutal, ain't it? Well, maybe y'all don't read the Bible like I do. I just read a little word, little word of God. Let's get back on track. Verse 18, And Jacob loved Rachel and said, I will serve thee seven years for Rachel, thy younger daughter. And Laban said, It is better that I give her to thee than that I should give her to another man, abide with me. Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed unto him but a few days for the love he had to her. Boy, there's a lesson here with Jacob and Rachel. Let's dive into it today. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for this day that you've given us, God. God, I do thank you for clarity, God, and I ask now... God, that you do just clear our minds, hearts, and thoughts, God. God, do we not be worried about what's going on outside the doors? But God, what you want to do in our hearts today. God, I pray you just feed us, Lord. Touch us, dear God. God, show us your ways, Lord. God, give us the courage to follow you. 
God, help us learn how to love you. God, how, God, how to know your will for our lives, God. Help, help us, God. Help us, God. We, God, we're a people in need. God, we got troubles and we got trials, God. God, I don't want to cry to you about it, but God, I know we need help. And God, I know you're the only one who can truly help us. So God, I ask you to do it as only you can. God, may we see your love, that you want us. God, that you care about us. God, I ask you to bless. God, move me out the way, I pray. Oh, God, nobody see me. Oh, but God, they hear you. God, touch our hearts, God. Touch our hearts. God, did it translate into God changing our lives? God, help us this day, I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 How many of you know he'll touch your life if you'll allow him to? Yes. He'll, how many of you know he'll do a work in your life if you allow him to? We was in Sunday school this morning and the lesson went on and on. And, and I don't mean in a bad way, Brother Bodie, I mean in a good way. It went on and on and I, I told him at the end of it, Brother Bodie was teaching and at the end of it, my, 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 the word surrender was on my heart throughout that whole thing. You see, either we surrender our hearts to God or we don't surrender our hearts to God. James Allen sing about laying our Isaac down. Either we'll lay it down or we'll just carry that thing. I mean, really. I mean, we talk about U-turn. We talk about U-turn Sunday school. We talk about Juana. We talk about every ministry here. If we don't lay it all down, folks, God can't use it. God can't use it and God won't use it. Boy, let us take a lesson, a chapter here, oh, from Jacob here. Everybody knows Jacob. Everybody, when we talked about digging wells last, last Sunday with Isaac, and now here we've got Jacob, and everybody knows the mistakes Jacob made. We know uh, what his mama got him entangled into, and boy, the mess that was, and how she cooked up that whatever that was, huh? This ain't even a handkerchief. What is that? <laughs> Jacob took off running. Jacob took off running, didn't he? Gonna go find a bride. How many of you know when you take off running God, if you belong to him, still watching over you? Hmm? God's still watching over you. Yes, you can think about all the places that Jacob went and all the places he was running to get to where he was going, where we are in the passage today. But can I tell you, God's still got a plan, folks. Oh, some of y'all didn't get that. Listen, somebody needs to hear it today. God has still got a plan. God has not given up on you. You know, listen, when God is done with you, He will take you. You won't be here anymore. Huh? And I'm not just talking about age. We talk, I know that some of you today who are our older saints, and I say that with all due respect and lovingly, I know sometimes you can't do what you used to do. But it don't mean God's done with you. Listen, being done and being finished is glory. That's glory. And listen, that ain't a, that's not a downer. That's a positive if you're going to glory. But so many times we get on the 
run and we'll, boy, we'll just mess up big time. And who hasn't messed up? Man, who has not messed up? Everybody in here is messed up. I'm talking about me. Huh? Mess up and run and not follow the Lord. How many times do we do that over and over again? But I'm glad to know he doesn't mean that he's going to take his hand off of me. Hear me now. It don't mean I can't get in trouble. It don't mean I can't cause a lot of pain and suffering for myself. I say I when I go out on my own. But how many of you know God can take the worst of things and just turn them around for us, folks? Huh? He, he can do it. And I listen, I, I, again, I don't know what you're battling with today. I, I, really didn't even, I, I really didn't even think we'd be in Genesis this Sunday. But yet we are here with Jacob and Rachel. With Jacob and Rachel. And here it is. Jacob traveling. I said, thank God he's got his hand on us. I thank God that Jacob had that Bethel experience. Some of y'all don't know what that Bethel experience is. You know what God told him? It's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Hmm? God told him, I still got hold the plan, son. I'm not done with you yet. What did he say? Oh, there's a lot coming after you, Jacob. Hmm? Oh, I don't mean in a bad way. I'm talking about in a good way. Hmm? What is he telling us today? There's more to go on for. There's more to go on for. Chapter 28, praise God. God chases after Jacob. Some of you, he's chasing after you this morning. Huh? He wants you. (laughs) Not just a little bit of you, but all of you. I don't know about you, but I thank God he chases after me. I'm so glad to know, hey, I'm so glad to know when I'm on the run, God chases after me. He's not gave up on me. And what does he say? You can go on. You can continue. And listen, because God said he could, he can. Huh? Sometimes we need to stop listening to everybody else and listen to the Lord. Maybe I'm talking to myself again. Huh? Maybe we need to stop listening to everybody. Listen to what God's got for us. Listen, you want to be encouraged today? Don't listen to the preacher. If you, if, listen, if that's all you've done is come in and listen to the preacher, you've already lost out. And you're behind. You're behind. You better catch up. Folks, it's the Word of God and the work of the Holy Spirit through the Word of God. That's what we've got to have today. That's what we've got to have today. Listen, I'm here to tell you, though, wherever you are, God is chasing after you. He wants you. He wants you. Chapter 29, Jacob gets up and goes. It's one thing to hear that you can go on, but it's another thing to get up and go. Somebody needs that today. I'm serious. When I get down and out, you know what I want to do? I want to do like this. I just want to sit. And sometimes God will place a promise upon my life. Anybody ever got a promise? Listen, I don't know where we're going. God just, God just done directed this thing another direction. Listen to me. Let's follow the leadership of the Lord. God's got a word for you. Listen, we get that promise from God. And how many times do we just want to sit on that thing? God, it looks good. It smells good. It even tastes good. But I can't do it. 
No, but what does Jacob do in chapter 29? He goes. He goes. Folks, when God gives us a promise, we got to follow that thing. We got to be willing to go. Listen, it, it's not enough to sit on it. How, I wonder how many, you know, and I, and I shouldn't go back and look at it. I'll just go ahead and preface that with what I'm about to say. But I look back and I think about everything I missed when I was running from the ministry. Preacher, you need to let that go. I really don't want to let that go because it reminds me because I don't want to do it again. I, and I truly believe God keeps bringing it back to my mind for that purpose. Son, do you realize what you missed out on before? Now, don't stay there. Let that be motivation to keep going. To keep going. Don't sit on the promises. Jacob, guess what he did in chapter 29? He went. He got up and he went. Reminds me of Isaac digging them wells. He did it, folks. He didn't talk about it. He went out there and he dug them. He dug them. And there to get to the, where we are here in chapter 29 and verse 13 and on. We look at this, and man, this is to the point where Jacob runs into uh, Jacob runs into his own kinfolk at the well. The well's a good place to run into somebody, ain't it? <laughs> huh? Runs into his own kin people. He runs into the very people he's looking for. You might say, "Well, that's an accident." No, it's not. Hmm. No, it's not. Preacher, what are you talking about? We need to pay attention who God puts in our path. I'm serious. We need to pay attention who God puts in our path. Folks, you're not just going about lifeless. Huh? You're not just, listen, you're just not here breathing and operating and eating and all. You know, I mean, it's great to eat and sleep and do all those things. You're just not here for that. Hmm? How many of you today are having the people God's got for your life being placed right in front of you and you're missing it? You're missing it. Hmm? Man, we need to live with our eyes open. We need to live with our hearts open, ready to see what God's got in store. Man, I think about the people, Brother Steve, God's put before me. I look around and I say, God, I don't even deserve to be around all these folks. Huh? But he's put us together for a reason. Huh? For his honor and for his glory. Think about that, folks. He runs into the servants of laboring, his own family, the people he was looking for, he ran into. There is no accidents in God's plan. There's no accidents in God's plan. He's not, God's not sitting in glory saying, I hope he'll just end up over there because I really need him to. Come on, Come on. I mean, don't we live that way, though, folks? I, I know I'm not alone this morning. We miss the boat so many times in our lives. We missed, we absolutely missed the boat because we've closed our eyes and we're going through the motions. Where does it lead to? Where does it lead to? No, it leads to God's sovereign power, folks. That don't get nobody excited this morning. Hmm? Do you realize he's got all the power and he's everywhere? Don't you know he can get out of anything he wants? Huh? I mean, if he can talk through a donkey, 
I mean, really? Talk through a donkey. Can't he get what he wants out of us? God help us to be willing and ready with our eyes open to see what he's got for us. Here they are though. Jacob begins speaking to them at the well. What do they tell him? The well can't be opened up till everybody gets there. What's so exciting about that? It takes God's time of things. Huh? Why? Because who's not there yet? Rachel ain't there yet. Huh? What if he'd have went ahead and opened up that well and left? Think about this. God puts the people in front of you that you need, huh? In the place you need to be at the perfect time. Did you miss that? Huh? Don't miss it today. Don't miss it. God's got a purpose and a plan. Those shepherds being at the well, boy, they was ready to go. But it took God's timing. God's timing. And Jacob, he sees Rachel, and guess what? He's ready to get married. Love at first sight. Some of y'all knows what that is. Huh? Some of y'all had to let it grow a little bit. We ain't going to go into who all did that. Mm, don't y'all be looking at each other either. Huh? Jacob ready to get married. But guess what? It don't happen that way, does it? Preacher, what in the world are you talking about? Well, we got another principle. We got another principle. It's God's timing of things. God's timing of things. Hey, can I tell you this? You might want to do a lot of great things in your life, but if you're not ready for it, you ain't going to get it. And if you force it, you will make a mess of it. Oh, goodness. Somebody's done that before. Sound like y'all all been riding in that boat with me. Uh-huh. How many times we try to get ahead of God? How many, oh, how many times? I can't tell you all the times I bought stuff that I always talk about buying stuff. My goodness, I got a problem buying stuff. <laughs> how many times I bought stuff, didn't have no business buying? It wasn't God's will, it was my wants. You're just like me, I'm just up here saying it. Huh? Don't you make me feel alone this morning. Yeah, just because we want it don't mean that God wants us to have it. Hey, how about a little patience and self-control in a day when it seems like there ain't none? Yes. Yes. Ain't that the truth? Brother James with me on that. Praise God, I got a thumbs up. Yes. What does he say? Boy, not right now. Huh? And Laban ain't no fool. He ain't no fool. What's he about to do? He's about to get some work out of that old boy. He sees how in love he is. Huh? Oh, think about this this morning, folks. God, listen, the people God puts before you, the very fact that he allows you to go on, don't you miss that God's timing is real? Huh? That his timing is real. Boy, we force it so many times. God help us not to do that. We're going to get to the message here in just a moment. All right? You see, he's got to be prepared. 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 There's some places that I dream of God taking us. 
Okay. Huh? I'm serious. You don't think I sit over there? Sometimes I'm sitting right here dreaming. About what you say, wait a minute. Now the preacher, he there all day long, he just sit around dreaming. I don't know, but without a vision, we'll surely perish, won't we? Hmm? But I think about all the great things God's doing. And, and listen, I know sometimes you, you, don't, you may not see it because maybe you're in your Sunday school class or maybe you're thinking about WMU or men's ministry or something like that. But can I tell you, I look at that overall picture so many times. I say, God, look who you're bringing together. Huh? God, look what you're doing in the lives of people. Look how it's called coming together. Hey, God's got a plan. God's got a plan. And some of that stuff I see and I say, God, I'd love to do that right now. And you know what he tells me? You better not try it. You'll make a mess. You'll make a mess. Some of you preachers in the house this morning, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You see God forming up things. And it's easy to say, you know what? Well, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and put this. I'm going to put this over here and that over there because that looks good and it looks like that's what God's doing. And it all falls apart. Y'all don't want to admit that this morning, but hey, okay, you just take it to your house. Mm, that gets a little bit more personal. But ain't it the truth? Oh, ain't it the truth of us? You see, we can learn some lessons here with Jacob and Rachel. Now we're prepared for the message because God got to prepare Jacob to prepare him. So let's look at the love he has for Rachel. Ain't nobody excited about that kind of love? Hmm? Boy, I hope if you married in here this morning got your spouse with you, you, you at least try to love them, huh? Listen, the truth of the, re the reality is and the truth of this is we all need some more joy and we need to know the will of God for our lives. Hmm? Am I wrong? That's what I need. Boys, I was going, listen, as God had me in the Word this week, and I was, that's what I need. I need to know His will. I want the joy of the Lord. Amen. Folks, we can't make it no other way. We can't make it no other way. And Jacob shows us right here. Number one, look at this. Look at this. In a society that has lost its mind. I'm serious. In a society that has lost its mind. How many of you know they want it right now the way they want it? I didn't said it. This ain't Burger King. If that's what you're looking for, it's right down the road. You ain't going to find it here. That ain't the way it works. That ain't the way it works. Man, we need love, God's love, and we need His will. But what can we learn from Jacob? Number one, love was the motivation for his service. Preacher, I wonder what are you talking about? Well, verse number 20 says this. Let's go back to it. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel. And they seemed unto him but a few days for the love he had to her. What was his motivation? Love. Love. Preacher, what does that got to do with me today? I wonder, what is your motivation today? What's your motivation for being here? Oh, that's a pointed question. Come on. Huh? I mean, really, why did you get up this morning and get dressed and... I mean, some of y'all dolled up. Some of y'all like me, it takes an hour to get ready. 
We want everything in place. Matter of fact, yes, it's true. I'm, we're late half the time because it's me. What is your motivation? What is your motivation? Can I, can I tell you this? If you're not motivated with the love of God, for the love of God, how in the world can you know the will of God? Maybe somebody missed that. Did y'all catch that? Huh? The love of God must be our motivation. Listen, if you want to know what God wants you to do tomorrow, some of y'all need to know what He wants you to do this afternoon. You don't even know that. Huh? The love of God must be the motivation. Huh? Must be the motivation. Let me ask you this, AJ. How many kids can be reached in Awana if love is not the motivation? Now we're getting a little direct, aren't we? How many people in your family can be reached with the gospel if love is not the motivation? And I'm not talking about the world's love. That's lust. I'm talking about God's love. I'm talking about Christ flowing through you that they see Christ in you. That's right. There's only one way for that to happen, folks. His love. What is your motivation? You say, is that there? I just read it to you. Huh? It doesn't say he loved Laban so much that he just wanted to sit there and worship him and, and love him, huh? He loved Rachel. God help us to be able to love Christ. Love Christ. Wasn't it Paul who wrote, The love of Christ constraineth us? Hmm? The love of Christ constraineth us? <laughs> what are we talking about? His love for Christ. Think about this. It was the love of Christ that allowed Paul to do what he did. What do you mean? Why? Because if he'd have lost that motivation, how, how, what do you think he would have accomplished for God? I ask you this. How many people get saved? Get saved. Born again. Believers. Christ living on the inside. And you're so motivated by His love, you, you beat everybody here on Sunday. And this goes further than attendance. So somebody don't say, oh man, he's preaching on attendance. No, why don't you put it to reading your Bible and your prayer life? We can add that too, can't we? But how many, how many people, when they first get saved, you're so excited, you're sold out. Can't wait. Can't wait to seek God and to know God's will for your life. Next thing you know, you have some distractions come along. And I said it last week. We got distractions, don't we? Yes, this world full of distractions. Yes. And the next thing we know, guess what? It's not, that's not our motivation anymore. Maybe it's on your job. Oh, goodness, preacher, you know I got to work. Yeah? I know you got to work. But how many of you know you got to work for the Lord first? Oh, wait a minute, preacher. What are you talking about? He'll use that job, huh? For you to work for him to reach somebody. Yes, but the motivation, the motivation of our walk with Christ must be his love. His love. Folks, there is no substitute. We need a breakthrough in this life. We wonder what we need to do next. Listen, there's a lot. Of, and I know you're here today. Some of you beat up and battered and you're tired and you're slapped, wore out. Am I wrong? Huh? Make sure your motivation is His love. 
That's what's going to carry you through. Number two, love allows endurance. Where's that at? Verse 20. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel. Hmm? Seven years, folks. We live in a society that wants it right now. Hmm? Can I tell you, if you want to know the will of God and you want, listen, you want the things, you want the victory, you want, listen, you want God to just blow the doors down? Surrender to Him. But it doesn't mean it's going to happen as soon as you get off your knees. We bought into a, man, we have seriously bought into a prosperity. Hear me. The prosperity is glory. Not here. So many people, they're looking for that earthly kingdom, Brother Bodie. Huh? It's not here. Glory is the goal. And yes, it's going to be long. And less, yes, it's going to be tough. I'm, I'm sure it was hard to serve for seven years knowing he didn't have Rachel. Love allows endurance. Endurance. How many people, as soon as they get saved, they didn't forget about the things of God? Seven weeks later. That's hard, preacher. Well, it just is hard, ain't it? Huh? How many people, as soon as they get saved and they have a battle? And listen, if you just recently got saved, I am not trying to, boy, I ain't trying to bring you down, but what I am trying to do is tell you, listen, if you want God's best for your life, you got to be in it for the long haul. Yes. Yes. And I mean, really, is the long haul all that really bad when he says that he'll walk with you? I mean, really? To, the thing is, though, many times we just want to walk on our own. We want to walk on our own. How many of you know he's there to carry us and walk with us? Oh, think about it today, folks. Love allows endurance. And how about some patience? You don't think it took patience? Listen, Laban, he might have been the man, he might have been the best family member to work with. Anybody ever work with family? Don't you raise your hand. Huh? Don't you raise your hand. Man, sometimes that can be the, the biggest love-hate relationship there is, can't it? Huh? Listen, I'm sure there was times it took patience, right? Patience to stick it out. Patience to stay. I mean, listen, they lived, they lived together. He had to work with him. I mean, can you imagine 24-7? Now look at your family members. And I love mine. Let me just put that out there. Patience, folks. Love allows endurance. Endurance. I wonder, are you sold out for the long haul, for the endurance? Think about it today. Number three, and everybody says the time is gone. No, it isn't because it belongs to God. Number three, somebody needs to open up and let the love of God in. Number three, love gives way to pleasure. Love gives way to pleasure. Number one, it's the motivator, right? It must be the motivation. Number two, it allows the endurance. Don't burn out. Don't burn out. 
Allow his love to lead you. Number three, and then love gives way to pleasure. What do you mean, preacher? Back to verse number 20. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed unto him but a few days for the love he had to her. We're talking about, he's talking about seven, seven years to be days. Anybody grasp that? I don't know about you, that's a big deal. That's a big difference, ain't it? Listen, he must have had his motivation in the right place. He must have had his motivation in the right place. Not only that, huh? Not only his motivation, but he allowed that to be his endurance and lead him the whole way. And what did it lead to? Pleasure. Now you say, wait a minute now, there's a lot more that happens in that story. Yeah, we're going to get there tonight. After that business meeting, we're going to get there tonight. Huh? So don't y'all be thinking ahead. I know y'all, some of these biblical scholars in the room. Huh? But it led to pleasure. What do you mean, preacher? It went by so fast because he was motivated by the love. Now, what does that have to do with the Lord, and what does that have to do with us? Well, number one, I can think of one who was motivated with love. Oh, you just missed it, the whole congregation. I know of one who was motivated with love, the Lord Jesus Christ. Folks, the greatest example of love. And what did he do? Hey, for God so loved the world that he, what? He was only begotten son. Think about that today. Oh, what greater motivation than Jesus to come when he didn't have to, to give up glory, to walk this earth and to die upon the cross. Amen. Hey, what about, we want to talk about love of endurance that allows endurance. Hey, what do you, what do you think he did? You don't think, you don't think there was, um, hey, listen, if it would have been us, we would have gave up Brother Steve before we ever got here. Huh? But thank God he endured the cross. Why? Because he was driven with love. I love folks. Love. And I ask you this. If he loves us and he endured, why is it that we can't endure? Oh, think about it today. Oh, that hit me like a ton of bricks. Brother Judd, as I was going over that, I said, Man, if Christ loved me that much, if he was motivated, if he was able to endure, why can't I endure? Why is it that when it gets tough, I'm ready to go hide under the covers? I'm ready to quit. Hey, how about when it doesn't go my way or people don't do what I think they ought to? I'd never think such things. Oh, that'd be a lie, wouldn't it? That's just being real, ain't it? Thank God we can be real. We can be real. Folks, when we realize those things, we can realize the pleasure. What's that got to do with Jesus? <laughs> I'm saved. I'm saved. He's with me right now. <laughs> He's with me right now. I've had people ask me, does it bother you that certain people come hear you preach or certain people come in that's got way more degrees and all that, those things, that, things you ain't even got, things you ain't even thought about doing? You know what I tell them? No. The biggest person in the room is Jesus Christ. I said the biggest person in the room is Jesus Christ. My pleasure is found in Him. Oh, folks, listen, it's got to be our motivation. 
Jesus. Do you realize we talk about the manger? You realize literally love was wrapped in swaddling clothes. Literal love hanging on the cross. And our pleasure is, guess what? He ain't in the tomb. Oh, he's in glory. He's in glory. So I ask you today, what are you battling? Man, what are you going through? Can I tell you, there ain't nothing love can't conquer. Huh? Boy, we got, listen, we get down and we get out. And hey, we, we, we're apart from each other sometimes. Hey, how many of you know, I, I, can't, I can't stand to be away from you. Because I love you. And when we ain't together, guess what? I don't like it. Why? Love. Love. I ask you today, man, couldn't we just be real with God? We need His love. We need to love like, we need to love like Jesus. You say, but I ain't Jesus. Well, is He in you? See, number one, He may not be in you. You may be here today and you're not saved. But can I tell you, you can be. He did it for you. And to think if you were the only one. My, if you were the only one. And then some of you has been saved for years. But boy, you just getting ate up. You just getting ate up. Won't you just turn the love of Christ over to your situation? Bathe that thing in his love and see what he'll do with it. Jacob could have quit. Jacob could have turned around. Probably could have went ahead and opened a well. But it had all been wrong. God made a way. We got to walk through it. Heads bowed and eyes closed. I want to ask you today. I want to ask you today, where are you with the Lord? Where are you with the Lord? You know, I thank God today the altar is open. I thank God we can actually go and pray. Oh, that we can get on our face before God. Get on our face before God. Oh, how much He loves you today. How much He wants for your life. I said earlier, yes, there's distractions all the time. That's called reality. But you know, there's coming a day where there won't be no more distractions. Now for the saved child of God, it's called glory. I wonder today, were you like me this morning? Were you in need of clarity? Clarity. Can I tell you, God will give it to you? Oh, how sweet it is when He does. Oh, how sweet it is when He does. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for your precious, precious word. God, I I thank you for those who have gone on before us, God. God, that you've set an example in, God. God, help us to not miss it. God, help us to love like you. God, help us to follow you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.